Welcome back to Your Tech Report. For gadget news and reviews, click to yourtechreport.com. We are back on Your Tech Report. Thank you guys so much for being with us each and every single week. I am Marco Flalo in Montreal. Mitchell Whitfield normally joining me in Los Angeles, but he's I think he's asleep because uh, this, this interview is happening a little bit too early for the West Coast. But I am excited to welcome my next two guests who are Weber Grill Masters, Damian Chong, Michael P. Clive. Guys, welcome to your tech report. Have you ever done a tech show before? Good mark. I'm not sure the last time I did one of these. How about you, Dan? Yeah, I don't think I've ever been on a tech show before. I mean, well, I mean, grilling shows are one thing. Tech shows are totally different. Listen, when it comes, it comes to grilling, I think that the line is so blurred these days because there's a little bit of technology here and there that comes in. And when we talk about Weber, especially, you, you talk about things like smart grills. You talk about things like Weber Connect, which we're going to dive into. But before we get to that, guys, tell me a little bit about yourselves. How did you, I, obviously, you're, you're culinary experts. You guys are both chefs. Um, you're both in the in the Toronto area and the Ontario region. How did you get connected with Weber in the first place? Where what, what brings you to today? Yes, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> Why not? All right, well, <laughs> I'll go first. Um, so the the story is that in 2014, Weber, uh, though we were born in Chicago, Illinois, Weber was coming to Canada and creating an office and a grill academy located in Canada for Canadians and. Um, and so we built this grill academy located in our headquarters in beautiful Vaughan, Ontario, Canada. And it wasn't long after we built the kitchen that I met Damien, uh, actually at a backyard yeah. sort at of- At a backyard grilling party. Uh, that's right. And uh, <laughs> Couldn't have been a better spot to meet. Yeah. And so we chatted and, and, then, uh, and then Damien came aboard and the two of us over the last eight years have taught thousands of like-minded grillers, timid to pit master level, uh, here at the Grill Academy. When we built it, we wondered if people would arrive and they came in in droves. Yeah, Mike likes to call this the Shangri-La of grilling. <laughs> I you like it. it. They will come. They well, did. well. so yeah. when you when you built it, I mean, what was the premise originally? Just to, you know, just get like-minded people together who want to learn how to grill? Yeah, I mean, that was a lot of it. A lot of it was also to uh, provide trainings for those that wanted to learn, not only from a customer standpoint, also from a retailer standpoint, just to help everyone really get more familiar with the product and to really uh, get more Weberized. Now, I'm yeah. guessing... We looked sorry, around the room, we were like, we can't hold this just to ourselves. You know? <laughs> I mean, we, we are category experts, but we wanted, again, to have people come to us and, and everything from smoking classes to back to basics with your burgers and your, your steaks, we do it all. I, I love it. Um, uh, favorite cut of meat, guys, before we, we continue? I need to know this qualifies you whether or not we continue or not. Okay. Uh, well, I, you know, I do love the richness and the flavor from a, a, a really nice inch and a half thick ribeye. Uh, yeah. You know, I know Damien's, he's got some favorites too. You know what? I'll let Mike handle the beef. I really like pork belly. Ooh. So pork belly is also one of those ones that I like to grill it, like to smoke it, yeah. everything about it. I mean, who doesn't like bacon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Is there is there anything that you grill that you don't like, like food that you just, I'm, I'm not, into? because I've always wondered, my wife and I, we talk about, you know, she wants to go, she wants to learn to chop properly and she wants to, you know, maybe do some things to enhance her kitchen skills. And I've always thought about this when I've watched shows on TV. I'm like, what if they don't like, what if they're allergic to seafood, but they're forced to like cook with, with lobster or with fish? Like, how do you deal with that? You can't taste it to make sure it's right you'll die yeah both of us love seafood so that's our <laughs> issue um I, I don't know I, for me maybe it might be uh, my hurdle might come in the form of you know i'm not really i'm not big into entrails and organ meat um understood you know if somebody were to give me a haggis i'd probably not know 
not be that into it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. We're very open-minded. Yeah, I think we both have very wide palettes of like what we like. I mean, from meat to veg to even fruit, we grill. I mean, we go as far as even making things like baked items on the grill, like breads and pizzas and all that. So mm-hmm. yeah, to be honest with you, to answer your question, there's not a whole lot that we don't like, or at least won't try at least twice. Yeah. The first time, maybe you might not like it. So you got to always give it a second. Yeah. But you know what? If after the second then you can make a legitimate uh, excuse to not eat it again. Yeah, in my family, I guess I'm just not qualified to do what you guys do, clearly, because I just I, my palate is not that refined. I look at some of these shows, and I'm like, How? I cannot. I just couldn't do it. Okay, so let's let's talk about Weber for a second hold here. On, okay? Hold on, Mark. I got, oh, we're dying. Oh, oh, you oh. asked us what our favorite cut is. What's yours? <laughs> my favorite – I love a filet. I love a nice, good inch-and-a-half to two-inch filet, uh, medium with a char. So, okay. so in the restaurant world, the medium Chicago, they call that here. Oh, a little beautiful. bit of spices and a little bit of garlic. You know, Montreal is a big steak town. So, you know, and, and you know what? The thing is, once you find the right butcher in the right place to get your meat, you can't even go to a restaurant anymore. It's almost impossible to do it. And I've had my favorites. I don't know if, you've, if you're familiar with Montreal restaurants, but Gibby's is a very famous steakhouse in Montreal. Love Gibby's. My wife and I love Gibby's and the lobster, the serpent. Oh, everything. They know my name. Like I walk in, I can call up and say, hey, it's Mark. Okay, Mark, what time are you going to be here? No matter the situation, that's how often I go to Gibby's. Uh, But even then, sometimes, you know, there's hit or miss. You can't, it just, it depends on the day. And when it's good, it is good. But sometimes at home, you know, you have control over it. You got Mm -hmm. everything. So Weber sent me one of their new smart grills, okay? And I'm like, okay, what what makes a grill smart, okay? So let me ask you that question. What makes a grill smart? And how do you think, you know, a grill is is a very ancient technology here, right? How do you evolve a grill over time? It can be super primitive. It can be super advanced. Yeah, but, but, you know, when it comes to a company like Weber, how do you really evolve that? So, you know, the the grill that I have is a built-in thermometer, so I'm not looking at a dial anymore to try to figure out what temperature it is. I've got a beautiful sear zone that I'm anxious to use. I haven't tried it yet because I'm waiting for my steaks to arrive this weekend. I've got, obviously, the the thermometer so I can plug in, which I had before because I had the Weber Connect thermometer. So now it's it's all blended into into my grill here. So... How does that evolve? How does that? How has the grill evolved over time? You think? Okay, do you want to? Do you want to start? Okay. Well, you know, back in the day, when I say back in the day, we're talking cavemen. We're talking live fire cooking. We're, yep. we're talking about the evolution of that from charcoal to gas. In the eighties, we we created a grill called the Genesis, which now you have in yep. twenty twenty two. But that's you know, in nineteen eighty five, it was burners. It was a lid on a grill. It was. Uh, it was revolutionary in the in the sense that it was one of those first rectangular grills that Weber ever produced. We were born from the round-shaped buoy. Um, but, you know, smart technology is now playing a factor. With the food prices being so high today, we want to ensure that everybody, when they go to grill, is having optimum results the first time. Uh, the learning curve, you know, you could afford to maybe do that 30 years ago, 20 years ago. Uh, but now with smart technology integrated into the grill, we're getting precision results. Yeah, no, totally. And the other part too is just following the trend of everything else. Everything is smart. My parents just got a new dishwasher. It's smart. They got a new microwave. It's smart. There are smart fridges. There are smart stoves. So now an outdoor appliance is no different than an indoor appliance. And a grill is definitely an outdoor appliance. Some One that gets used just as frequently, at least at our house and many houses that we know. So why not make a grill smart, something that you can look at from your phone, that you can control, that you can modify, sometimes from the comfort of your own couch, watching you know, a football game, a basketball game, a hockey game, yeah. anything you want to do, 
you can do most of it from the comfort of your couch. Yeah. You know, there are, there are, you know, grillers out there who, who love the, the feel of it, right? They don't care about what the thermometer says. They, they know what it's going to feel like, the way it's going to be absolutely perfect for them. But then there's the other ones that, you know, love sticking the thermometer and making sure it's at the perfect temperature. Do you have a preference? Is there, is there a better or worse way to do it? I don't think that that's the best way to, you know, maybe phrase it. But is there an optimal way to cook your meat? Uh, we love to encourage people to trust their, their timers, their thermometers, their, you know, temperature control. It's about, look, you know, you can look at a beautiful turkey or a roasted chicken, but you don't know definitively if it's cooked all the way through to its core in the deepest parts, in the thigh. And so with technology like Weber Connect, we have one right here, a beautiful little remote hub that mm-hmm. you can take to your charcoal grill, your smoker, your gas grill, if it's not fully integrated like yours, Mark. And with the probe, you can be plunging that into deep parts of your meat. And that way, you know, yeah, you can open up the lid and have that victory lap around the grill with your <laughs> friends. Look how beautiful this is. But to ensure that everybody is safe eating later on, it's the, the thermometer that we, we really encourage people to use. Now, part of Weber Connect and that ecosystem is it's more than just, okay, what is the temperature of this probe right now? There is a whole slew of recipes and advice and ideas. Is that something that you guys are involved in curating? Is that something that you uh, you help through the process? Because once you dive into that, it's like an, it's like a never-ending pit of just ideas, and I love it. And that's kind of the idea. Yeah, we were both involved in that. We were both pretty heavily involved in terms of choosing recipes, trying to... So there are versions of Mike and I all around the world, Grillmasters for Weber. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Which is amazing because what that comes with also is expertise in different fields of cooking from, you know, global perspectives. So we were charged with um, finding the recipes that were appropriate for Canadians and for some of North America and things that would speak to Canadian grillers. So from there, when we would help as far as choosing, then we would look at recipes, we would try those recipes, make sure we did the testing, make sure that they worked with the system. So yeah, it was we were an integral part in that as well. It was a lot of fun. It's a lot more, you know, with Weber Connect, it's a lot more than just a recipe embedded in some technology. Like you said, Mark, there are video tutorials. And uh, when you look at these videos, yes, there are hands that are being used. And those are grill masters that are a part of the process of, you know, uh, creating the content in within Weber Connect. Our company has always been since 1952, what do we say? Grillers made. It's made made by grillers for grillers. Yeah. So whether it be the, the Weber Connect or the actual grill itself, these are people who are very passionate about the world of grilling. Um, and they want to share. So also to the point of what Mike's saying is like, they really want to share these recipes and make it easy for everybody. It's almost mm-hmm. like having either a Mike or Damien or any other grill master standing on your shoulder, kind of whispering in your ear, like, hey, this is maybe something you might want to do for dinner and guiding you through that process from getting all your groceries from the store back home to, you know, creating a beautiful meal to serve to your friends and family. Amen. <laughs> Are there any challenges you find, uh, you know, because of the Canadian market? You know, other than, of course, you know, climate, you know, winter and having to deal with because grilling yeah. in the winter is a little bit different. You know, you, you're Always not going to get Always yeah. challenging. Is that the but biggest challenge of being a Canadian? Pride in it. But is that the biggest challenge you think in Canada? Just the, the climate, I guess, learning how to adjust your 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 grilling habits in the winter. 
you know, making sure you have a good shovel to get from your back door to your grill. Is you see, I, you see, I, you know, and not to give the company a plug because they don't do anything for me, but Heat Track makes these great, <laughs> yeah, great amazing. heated yeah. mats. It's perfect because on the left I go to my 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 hot tub, on the right I go to the barbecue. So it's like oh, there's there's no questions here. If I could only keep the in ground pool at about 80, 90 degrees all winter, that would be phenomenal. And I've tried. It does, that just doesn't work. I feel like that might bleed your bank account. Yeah, I think my, my bank account and definitely just getting to it. I don't know if I'd make the I don't get through the snow in my in my bathing suit, but we'll we'll, we'll do it. Usually, the first pathway that we shovel every season is to not uh, our car when the snow falls, but to our grill. And uh, your backyard sounds like quite a grilling Shangri-La: hot tubs, pools, and grills. You yeah. know what? We uh we definitely started stepping up our game once we were stuck at home for two years. We we had to figure out a way to make our home the most enjoyable playground that we could for not only ourselves, but our kids and, and definitely the deck and the hot tub and that kind of stuff fell into play, which was, uh, which was brilliant. Um, any favorite recipes in on Weber connect that you like, that you like to, you know, tell people to try out if they haven't. Ooh, I think I, under the, the, the red meat category, okay, there go. are yeah. a plethora, uh, so many great recipes in there. Uh, like I said earlier, I really enjoy the ribeye. There's no shortage of those recipes within there. Um, but I really like, there's a pork tenderloin recipe in there with pears, uh, grilled oh. pears. And it was uh, when we first designed Weber Connect and when it first was released, I took a liking to this video or this recipe and we created videos out of it. Um, and it really highlights what Weber Connect can do. So the pork tenderloin with pears, nice. Um, yeah, I'm a sucker for chicken wings. So anytime there's a chicken wing recipe as well, like. I don't know what it is about chicken wings, but me and them go together. Just match made in heaven. So like, like charcoal to a grill, like yeah. Weber Connect to a gas grill. <laughs> I, I, you know, I make yeah. the assumption here. I, I, I sometimes I assume, and I assume too much that our whole audience understands the process of Weber Connect. But for for the benefit of those people who have not used it before, um, can you can you walk us through like the you know you're like grilling a steak or you're grilling a recipe? It really does give you step by step instructions and takes advantage of, of measuring the temperature and tells you what to do, when to do it. It can be a no-brainer no -brainer experience, can't it? It certainly can, yeah. I mean, we've done a lot of videos on this just showing the, the capabilities of Weber Connect. But Weber Connect is amazing. What it does is really the first thing you would do is you'd plug in your Weber Connect just like this. It connects to your phone. You can see the probes that are connected to it. So that's monitoring whatever temperature right now. It's just going to show the 72 degrees, the, the temperature that's in this the room, ambient right? room. Yeah, exactly. Then you click on the probe and then it, it allows you to start grilling. You choose whether it's a cook program or a recipe. A cook program really means I know what I'm doing already. I just need some guidance as to how to do this. A recipe might be like, I have this piece of meat, but I have no clue how I'm going to season it, how I'm going to prep it, how I'm going to, you know, maybe have to, if I have to cut it a little bit, if I've got to trim it a little bit, and Weber Connect will actually give you videos on how to do that. For example, a brisket, how to trim a brisket, how to prep it and then season it. And all of this would be done by watching, almost like watching YouTube videos, right? Yeah. Just like watching videos that are right here that are going to walk you through that process. It's just that YouTube videos don't give you the luxury of, and now probe your meat, put it on the grill and close the lid. And then we're going to guide you through the rest of the process. Mm -hmm. So at that point, once you get your meat probed, you're watching it on your phone or on your whatever device you have. And it also will show you just as far as how to set up your grill, whether you're using direct heat, whether you're using indirect heat, 
Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So there's, it's just amazing. I don't know how in depth you want me to go. I can go really in depth, but, uh, no, I just want to get people that, you know, people who haven't used it before. I mean, you know, on the surface it's, it's a meat thermometer, but it's so much more than that because it's connected. It's Bluetooth. It's Wi-Fi. I mean, by the way, it survives a winter. Like you would not imagine. I actually forgot my, my stuck. It was because it's magnetized also. So you can stick it to your grill, by the way. Um, it was stuck to like this pergola we have outside and I, I totally forgot. And I get out in the spring, and I'm like, oh, that's where it went. And not only did, the, <laughs> did it keep a charge all winter, but it was working no problem whatsoever. I did change the probes because, you know, you don't want a probe that's been sitting out there hanging off your pergola for uh, for six months yeah, uh, yeah. to go into your meat. Um, but, you know, i got to admit something. You know, I, I'm into smoking meat as well. Um, uh, I, I, I use my Weber Connect to measure the temperature of my meat, but I've never thought of looking for recipes for smoking items on it. And that's my own mistake. And I need to start doing that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what the, it's a resource to better your grill game. It is a resource to ensure that the food is going to be great each and every time. And uh, we also love smoking food. We yeah. recently went out into the wild and did a brisket in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and we, we did it in real time. We were able to spend 14 hours smoking a brisket together Yep. on a Sunday night, and then edit it down to a one-minute video, um, which you can find on <laughs> Weber Grills CA on both Facebook and Instagram. Do check us out on social media. You see, it seems like a train for this or something. Do you guys <laughs> do you guys ever no. connect with other grill masters worldwide? Do you get, is there like a grill master conference where you just cook it out and see who wins? <laughs> We've been trying. Yeah, I mean, we we try and we, we, did, we have had some. Uh, we're working on more of those meetings one of those like meeting of the minds kind of thing. It's a lot of fun yep. when we get the opportunity to both hang out. It's great if it's virtual, it's even better if it's in person. So yeah, of course, you know, we're really pushing towards that. You know, there's a saying, there's too many chefs in a kitchen, one of those, but there's never too many grill masters in a backyard, you know? <laughs> <laughs> How did you survive during COVID? Was, uh, I mean, with the, especially with the Grill Academy, um, did that go virtual? I mean, I know you've been doing the social media, but did that go virtual for a bit or are you going back to in person? I know that we're kind of on the cusp now. We tried a bunch of different things. We, uh, we called it the, the, the year of the pivot, the great pivot. And we pivoted so many times, Mark. We, we were no longer going to be teaching classes as of March 2020. And so we went home and about five days later, we, we were going live from our homes on our social media platforms and learning the entire way through that. We did that for about a year solid. And then we, we took it a step further and started learning how to edit videos and, and the stuff we were shooting. And mm -hmm. oh boy, those earlier videos were a little long. We'll say uh, we've got it. We've got a formula now that gets them down to about a minute and um, they're informative. We try and make them uh, engaging in a humorous way. But uh, at the end of the day, Damien and I very much like teaching human beings more than, uh, you know, through a phone. We'd yeah. like to do it in person. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess there's also a lot of gratification there of, of seeing the smiles and making people when they clicks, you know, when it clicks and they really get what you're saying and, and they can put it to practice. Oh. Okay. So, you know, before I let you go, guys, I got to ask you to look, look ahead to the future a bit here. You know, we, we, we're now adding the word smart to our grills. We're embedding that thermometer. What do you think is next? What, what do you think is next for the grill? How do we evolve that beyond today? And this is more of a, it's, it's more of an opinion thing here. I'm not asking you to give away any trade Weber, you know, Weber trade secrets, unless you want to. Uh, but <laughs> But how do you, how do you evolve the grill? 
Uh, I'll answer part of it. Yeah, sure. sure. But, um, you know, right right now we have Weber Connect, which monitors the food on the grill, which is amazing. Um, and it does so much more. But uh, what about um, one day getting to some technology that actually maybe controls the grill a little bit remotely? And um, so, you know, there's all we're always working on not just next year's innovation, but innovation five years from yeah. now. So we will be seeing some exciting things coming down the pipe. Um, It'll be enhancements on Weber Connect and it's gonna be enhancements on smart grilling. It's gonna actually change the game in many ways. Um, but uh, yeah, there are some trade secrets we can't give away. Well, you know what? That just gives you an excuse to come back on. That's yes, yeah. there you see. You Once see, I mean, secrets come out, then we'll see you again, Mark. It's almost like I planned this. Uh, for you guys listening, if you wanna get Weber Connect, you know, just you know the, the, the thermostat itself with obviously the access to the app and everything, of course, Amazon, Home Depot, but I mean, you name it. And the price tag is like, it's not expensive. This is like great Father's Day gift, you know, at about 125 bucks and you can find it in great deals everywhere. Of course, if you wanna go for the full grill, there's a whole Genesis line with Smart Connect built in. You see, I have the sales pitch nailed down for you guys here. I don't, I don't need to sell all of it. <laughs> Damien, Michael, thank you so much for being with me. I can't wait to have you on again when we get those trade secrets down the road. Sounds good. We'll be there. Weber Grillmasters, Damien Chong and Michael P. Clive. Stick around, guys. We've got more to come here on Your Tech Report. Your Tech Report will be right back. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.